everyone. Welcome to Final Rose tonight. We are in week three already. It's going fast. It is. It's really going fast. Like things are happening in week three that normally don't happen in week three, which we will talk about. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> like what? What are you talking about, Susan? Self-eliminations and yeah, there early was a lot of that sending home and I'm liking drama. the decisiveness. Me Again, too. I know we talked about that last week and we can get to it more, but I'm a big fan of that. And frankly, I'm surprised that producers aren't, you know, forcing more people to stay just for the drama, or maybe they finally heard the feedback. I wholeheartedly agree. There were several times this week and last week that I thought, all right, well, that's a little annoying, silly drama. Oh, that'll last for like an episode or two. And it was done in five minutes. I know. So like, Weird. would they have kept Shanae under this new set of rules or not? I don't know, but think of all those hours of our lives wasted, wasted on her. I know. And then we liked her for a minute over the summer. Yeah. But there is some gossip in Bachelor Nation. Always. Always. So Christina, apparently the U.S. Sun ran a story that Christina was so drunk on night one that she couldn't talk right. And she was hitting on the other women, including <laughs> trying to kiss Becca. Did you hear about this? I did. And I, I don't know. I wonder, who are their sources? So I don't know. So apparently... <laughs> Reality Steve came out and said that somebody sent him an email back in November. It was an anonymous email Ooh. that basically said all of the same things that this article said. And his problem was he couldn't prove it. He didn't have any other sources. Could it be true? Yeah, it definitely could be true. But he didn't feel confident enough to run it. And so when he saw this, he wasn't totally surprised. But I don't know whether or not to believe it. Somebody was saying the producers couldn't stand to be around her. And that's why she got the first one-on-one. -on -one. They're like, Zach, get her out of here. She's too much to handle. Oh, that's an interesting theory. I didn't know that. Um, I, Gosh, I really liked her. I really enjoyed her. I liked her positivity. Um, even, you know, they obviously painted her out to be a villain by the end. But she was like villain light. I mean, she, she, I mean, yes, and right. I'm with you. Last week we loved her. She was fun. She was sweet. She was entertaining. She was always encouraging of the other girls. But maybe correct. that was an edit because now she's fighting her edit that she got this week, which I understand. But literally, somebody gets the group date rose, and she's. I mean, you could see when he was about to give it to somebody. He was like, "This is going to go to a person who blah blah blah." You could see she was like, sort of looking all ready and prepared and like so flattered with all the things he was saying. And then he called out somebody else and she freaked Charity. out. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've seen that before. We've seen somebody think they're about to get a rose and looking all ready to accept it. And then lo and behold, it goes to someone else. The difference is she shared with them that she was disappointed. She thought it was going to her. She was confused. She was confused. That's even worse. It's That's one true. thing to be disappointed, but to say that I'm confused. I don't know. She lost me this week in so many ways, how she acted at the pool party. I just, I liked her and I still want to like her, but that was really pretty awful. And I didn't think it was as bad. I just felt like, well, she probably going back to what you originally said, she was probably drunk. She probably was. She's, I mean, probably listen, drunk. she's a mom of like a five-year-old girl. It's like mom's gone wild. Exactly. I she should have edited herself. She, you know, you can think all those things. Like I'm confused. I thought I was the one getting it. Okay, fine. Well, but you don't say it way. out loud. <laughs> you need to read the room. And that is not something she should have said out loud. But then at some point somebody asked her something and she goes, duh. Yeah. You know, like, yes, that's true. We all understand. I don't know. I still, 
I still like her. I don't know. I thought there were a bunch of times when, I mean, our new Aaron Clancy union leader, Brooklyn, called her out for like, you're all about yourself. We'll talk about more of it later. But anyways, I just thought this piece of gossip was super interesting. And the fact that Reality Steve had seen the same things. Um, but could, I don't know if I buy it It could be from the same person. It, no, I think it for sure is. So it also could have been someone like Brianna or Brooklyn who hated her and was trying to, you know, put her in a bad light. So that's the problem is you don't know if it's true. And it's only one source. They could have a different motivation. They could have a vendetta against yeah, her or something. Totally. So who knows? All right, well, we have to talk about her a little more oh, later don't on, worry, for sure. We will. A couple <laughs> other pieces of gossip. I don't know if you saw this, but Nick, I know we talk about him every week. But in his podcast, he was talking about the fact that nobody has liked any Bachelor since him. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> And I thought, really, nobody? You didn't call me, Nick, and ask me what I thought. What an egomaniac. I mean, granted, maybe the last few Bachelors, but I think people liked Matt James. I feel like there's been some good I mean, Bachelors. Since. To say nobody, I mean, somebody liked Clayton. <laughs> yeah, but I do think there's been there's been decent Bachelors. I just, the, the gall of him to come out and say that, I mean, the ego is kind of nauseating. I liked I liked Pilot Pete originally. I liked him too. I mean at the time. At the time. Yeah. I don't know. He's just thinks he's so full of himself. He's I so vomited full when of I read himself. that. Yes. Well so the other Nick story, I don't know if you heard this. So there was a back and forth between Caitlin Bristow and Nick because she came out and said that the bachelor producers or bachelor producers oh, yeah. brainwashed her into sexualizing Nick into thinking like all these things for him. And they like basically one producer came in and said something like after Caitlin would kiss him, like she would come in and wipe her lips, lick her own lips and be like, Oh, I just want to know what he tastes like to make, you know, to make out with him would be amazing. He's so hot. <laughs> or like, this is, there were all these things that they were planting in her head, but I was, and so he came back and was like, that's ridiculous. It's not brainwashing. Yes, they probably had some influence. If you're with someone and they speak about somebody so much, sure, you might be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I do feel that way. But, I mean, that was kind of ridiculous. Well, was it wasn't, wasn't brainwashing. When I first heard that story, I laughed because I thought it was more of a reflection on the producer. Like, ugh, you're disgusting. <laughs> to, like, wipe her lips and then put them on her own lips. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, they were obviously trying to sway her that he was – a good looking guy and a great catch. I but guess. honey, make your own decision. Exactly. Like if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. I just think if you're looking at like a whole cast of guys, you're going to feel things. And like, I don't know, that seems a little far fetched. I just but perhaps this is, um, in, you know, indication of a big, a big issue. And that is that the producers are constantly trying to sway them. I mean, did a producer tell Zach to take Christina on the first one-on-one? -on -one? Did, it seems like did it. Did right? a producer tell Zach that, you know, Brianna's thinking of leaving and don't fight her, just say goodbye? I mean, they're influencing them constantly. Yeah, that's their job. They're producing the show. They're not brainwashing anyone. They're right. just, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I That was that show that used to be on that was sort of like a 
dramatization, not even a dramatization, it was a scripted show called Unreal that mm -hmm, was based mm -hmm. on The Bachelor. It was so fascinating to watch that. I wish it was still on, to be honest with you, because it was sort of the behind the scenes look of how the producers handle all of these things. And I think it was written or, or produced by a former Bachelor producer. And so it's a fascinating look into that world and how it all happens. It is an interesting twist Puppet on it. Masters. We've been questioning this since we've started our podcast. Yeah. How, much, how much have the, yes, we've been questioning it on our podcast since we started the podcast. <laughs> right. But for years beyond this, I think, um, you know, they have a lot of influence on the leads for sure. Yeah. Influence on everyone and everything everyone. that happens, everything. I mean, even not, we can talk about this later, obviously, but uh, Bailey was having a conversation with Zach and she was, they were interrupted and she was saying she needed validation, which is the word of the week, of validation course, yeah. or best friend. There was those oh, God, stop. I was so <laughs> mad. I think I wrote that in my notes. Like if he says that one more time, <laughs> well, he kept saying he was looking for a best friend and the women were all looking for validation. And I was yeah. sick. Of I'm like, you guys need a thesaurus or something. But anyway, so he's having a conversation with Bailey and she's looking for validation that he likes her. And then Ariel, Ariel comes in and supposedly from what I've now read, you cannot do that. No woman is allowed to just come in. There's a producer saying, okay, now you can go. Oh, or, really? Or go now, which is probably. So it was just, I don't know why oh, that happens. That. They can't just keep interrupting. I think that's, I'm naive. That's I what I've heard. Well, and not to get off on a tangent here, but why Zach didn't say, I'll be with you in five minutes. I, I don't too. understand. But anyway. It was so rude. He's like, yeah, I definitely want to talk more about that. And then he was like, I actually just want to make out with someone. So go away. I can't deal with this drama. He has like no patience for any of that, yes. which I appreciate. We like his decisiveness, but yes, he has no patience. Yeah. Us. But that was like, that needed to be resolved right then. Right. It was so awkward. Right. So silly. Yeah. But anyway, I think, you know, just what we've always suspected, the producers have their hands in everything. Yeah. And if you have a, I think the lead certainly has a producer that they're with nonstop. And I think every one of the contestants has one maybe they share with someone else. Yeah, they do. There's like a producer that has their people. Very influential, influential on what they do. Yep crazy so what else is going on all right so a few weeks ago i don't i had this on my list but i'm not sure if we talked about it mike fleiss said he had a huge piece of information coming out yeah a huge announcement. announcement what was it so he finally says his huge announcement and you know like all mike fleiss tweets it's nothing nothing he announces he's going to have a podcast Oh, I saw that. And everyone's like, don't have a podcast. And I think, didn't he come back out and say, I'm the not going to do it? <laughs> after next day, after careful consideration, yeah. he's next the idea. I mean, I how do you hilarious. compete with our podcast? Well, it's funny because somebody put something like, oh, great. Another one in addition to the 15,984 <laughs> Bachelor podcast. Yes, that was his true. huge announcement. And then the next day it was over. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, so Ashley Hebert, remember Ashley, yep. she's been married for many years. I'm not sure how long Yeah, maybe to JP, to JP, maybe eight or 10 and they have two kids, but they're divorced now. Yeah. Anyway, she has a new boyfriend, which is exciting. That's good. For Yanni her. George Galakis. He's a founder of fresh fetish, which has 3 million Instagram followers. So a lot of people know who he is. Ooh. He's also co-owner of three restaurants. Um, I didn't realize they all live in Miami now. Oh, I didn't know that. So yes. they must, like, JP must live there, too. Yes, the kids. I believe he does, too. Interesting. And she's a doctor? Dentist. Dentist? Yes. Yeah, that's right. I knew she was something. And also with a new boyfriend, very exciting, Jill Chen 
from our most recent Bachelor oh, in Paradise Jill season Jen. and also Clayton season. She has a new boyfriend, someone who I know nothing about except his name, Ellis Kalajian. I feel like I need to know who this person is. We need to do some research <laughs> well, because like... Well, it'll come out. Yeah. This is new news. How long do we give it? We'll see. Well, it's Jill, so, you know. That's what I mean. I, I do like Jill, but you got to be like a certain type, I feel like, for yes. her. She's well, an eccentric We will one. follow this and see if Ellen, Ellen, Ellis is, is her first, her type. Okay. Any other news? Yep. So a couple of things. So Claire, Claire Crawley got married. It's funny because we were okay. just talking about her stolen dress. Like yes. A week ago. So she got married. Very happy for her. And then Andy Dorfman had her bachelorette party in Africa. Did you see this? No. It was really cool. Like I was flipping through Instagram and I Holy saw like these, everybody in their, you know, full, beautiful African clothing and like dancing around a fire. I'm like, what is this? And it said, I think it was her, I think it was maybe a shower, like her very first one. Yeah. Who financed them all getting to South Africa? I don't know. That's, that's and I don't know where in Africa it was, but oh, wherever it yeah, was, I that's look that up. Quite yeah. a schlep. <laughs> I know, but like really cool. And I remember a couple of years ago, she had said that was the only outside of Antarctica, the only continent she hadn't been to. So perhaps oh. that was the motivating factor. I was trying to figure out the connection because I don't think her fiance has a connection, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but it was really kind of cool. Like, what a unique thing to that do. Is, that is very cool. I would have loved to be on on her private jet. I know, Zipping right? over there? They're definitely whatever. not going coach. So Astrid and Kevin, do you remember them? I do. I love them. I love them too. And they met on um, season five of Bachelor in Paradise. I think it was in 2018. And then they got married. Um, they are pregnant with baby number two. That's exciting. So congratulations to them. I know. And in other baby news, do you remember Kayla Quinn? Kayla was the woman who was supposed to be the bachelorette and then she yes. got kicked out and then Jojo took over. Yes, um, yes. She is also pregnant. So I saw some pictures from her baby shower. She's having a little girl. So lots of bachelor baby news. It's kind of fun to see that all that. Although on a super, super sad note, I even hate to talk about this, but I did want to acknowledge it and send our condolences to Sarah Her Sarah Heron. Um, she lost her baby boy at 24 weeks. And I think he was like an IVF miracle baby. Correct. And this was a really um, special time in their lives. His name was Oliver and um, he passed away this past week. So I, I like... I think I had tears. Like I was shaking when I was reading it because you, first of all, she's so wonderful and you just hope the best for, for, you know, all of these people and what a devastating, horrible loss. So, so heartbreaking, so heartbreaking. So condolences, our hearts go out to Sarah and her family. And she is not Sarah Heron, who is a completely different person who has a podcast for us weekly, us weekly. For us weekly. Correct. This is a different Sarah Heron. So um, super, super sad news. I hate to end on that right. note, but that was all the news that I had. All right. So transitioning into the episode. So they open up with shot him on the phone with Sean Lowe. Like seriously, right. somebody posted something really funny. It was like something on Sean Lowe's back. and was like, he's had to carry this franchise for years. I'm like the poor guy. He was on so long ago. I mean, he probably doesn't even remember anything like here. Right. You know, Zach's asking him for advice. I'm like, okay. He kind of had no advice, actually. I thought it was funny. He again went into the whole best friend thing, yeah, again, and which of course Zach carries, you know, that thought in his head at all times, and mentions multiple times in this episode. But also, he said, you know, you want to do the best friend thing, but with a romantic component. And Zach's like, oh, great idea. 
<laughs> Great idea. I guess there should be some romance with I feel my like friend. He should have known that. <laughs> it's so weird. I thought it was funny how Sean came to the after the final rose in person, and then he came for the first episode to help Zach, you know, watch him work out or take Just a like shower. Like his guy, like his bachelor buddy. You right. know, like when you start a new job, they give you a buddy. Right. Like this is your buddy, and they're right. going to be like the go-to for all of your questions. So I just, it's just funny. I've heard people laugh. It's like Sean's gone. All right, I've done enough. I'm not coming anymore. If you need me, just call me. It's yeah, funny. <laughs> but, that could um, be. I'm I wonder not... if he's actually coming back again. How much do you think they're paying him? I. Well, not so much for just the phone call. <laughs> I mean, really? I feel like they should. I know. I don't know. He he really was no advice. No help this time. No. I mean, it's nice to see him. Well, it was funny to see Catherine, him. his wife, Catherine, yeah. and the baby on the call. It's like, here's what you're searching. Here's the prize yeah. in your little game. This is what you want. The this wife and the baby. I love it. So then, um, so the beginning of the episode, Jesse was there. By the way, did you see that Chiron at the bottom where yes. it's like, Jesse, age 44? Yes. Come on. And host, like as if you did Host, it right. That feels like, you remember last, I guess it was last season when he was doing all of those promotions. Be like, don't find somebody in a van down by the river. Apply to be the next Bachelor. I feel like he's trying to insert his humor. Although I did find that entertaining, but well, it was on last week too, though. I, I was going to mention it. it, and I didn't. I forgot to say something. So when I first saw it, I thought, oh, that's kind of funny. But by this week, it's like, whoa. Wait. Unless they keep changing it, like if they kept changing it every time, that, that would, would be funny. funny. But it's the same as last week. The irony in it is, I don't know about you, but I am still getting some of these women mixed up. And yeah. they're not telling us who they are. And there's, you're super frustrated going, okay, wait, who is that? I Plenty of times still, there's a couple of these women. I, I mean, I think I know who they all are now. But throughout this episode, I was a little confused. Like, you're telling me who Jesse is. Okay, I know who Jesse is. But I'm a little confused who Mercedes is. <laughs> No, I agree. And I actually wrote funny. in my notes. I'm like, the one with the silver dress, come back and figure out who it was. Like exactly. writing that down and then I would have to go back. Because last week we talked about, you know, at the end of the conversation, he would be like, oh, thank you, Jess. Or like some way for us to identify it. Mm -hmm. And then this week they didn't do it. And I'm still not there yet. I feel like I need flashcards. It is a little confusing. If you, I don't know why they would have him have a conversation I guess they feel like they know who everyone is. We should know by now. But why would you have a conversation with someone? Okay, last week was the second episode and not tell us who it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if Zach is going to say afterwards, oh, I love talking to Jess or whatever. Why not tell us who it is while we're watching? We will have a different viewing experience. I know. It's know okay it to flash their name up there. Like it's not Do offensive. it more than you need to. We're totally. not going to be annoyed. I agree. So Jesse's talking about the week ahead. He said there's two one-on-one -on -one dates and one really large group date. So the first date card came in and it was for Katie. I want love for the ages. And the girls are like, we're so happy for you. And they're so full of crap, but I loved it. They anyway. did seem fairly Genuine. realistically, genuinely excited they did. for her. They did. Um, so Katie looked gorgeous in her green dress. It was interesting. Yeah, absolutely beautiful. I love it. But then I was like, why are you in a long gown for a one-on-one? -on -one? And I was thinking to myself, like, this starts so late. What a strange, you know, and usually you have a day date and then you do like the after date dinner, whatever that might be. So this was an interesting. Well, and so she came in and she looked like she was dressed about as dressy as someone could be. She sees him and she says, oh, you're so dressed up. I'm thinking, well, so are you, Katie. Right. Well, you're wearing a and gown. He, he's not even wearing a tie. He was a little less dressed. I don't know. 
she was seemed a little dismayed that he was so dressed up. No, I know. And I felt bad because he walks in, he sits down, he's like got his hand on Katie's knee and vice versa. And then the girls are all sitting around and like, imagine how they felt like, oh my God, I look horrible. I'm not wearing makeup. My hair is in a messy bun. He probably loves that because I feel like, well, I guess there's some more high maintenance guys, but he seems like the kind of guy who just wants to see them in that type of environment. But I was thinking these poor girls are probably dying inside. And why does he have to put his hand on her knee right then and there? I know. I thought that was kind of rude. I did too. But whatever. So then they take the limo with champagne and go to the Natural History Museum. Lovely date. So fun. Yeah, that I was really liked cute. It. I thought it was a little weird to be dressed up for it, but then I was like, oh, it's kind of cool. Like, night at the museum. The sad thing I thought about this intro part of their date was she said she's never done anything romantic in her life. And then to go from zero to a hundred like this, like she feels special and grateful, but that made me so sad. Like she's never, and she was in a relationship for seven years. But, but she said it was toxic. So well. Yeah. Toxic. She just wants to feel safe. And with someone who's not going to run away the moment things get hard and just wants like a good man and the basics and a man to treat her right. One that was so sad. And I loved how Zach responded to that. Do you remember what he said? He, did. he said he tells her that she deserves more than just the basics. She deserves a five star date. Yeah. He was said, he said he was baffled that yes. she like that. That's how she's feeling right now, which is nice. To it hear. was really nice. As I was listening to it, I was thinking, well, this is really unusual that you're able to take her on this beyond fancy date. Yeah. And perhaps just, treating her nicely normal it doesn't have to be so over the top um yeah she seems like she wouldn't even be used to that I know. that seven-year guy sounded all oh he sounded horrible I she said so she bad. um questioned her self-worth and zach did you notice he looked genuinely concerned he really seemed to be unhappy with that was you know. well, i think he was just really surprised because you look at mm -hmm. someone like katie who's just beautiful and sweet and outgoing and you think that right. you know her past has to be you know I don't know, normal is the right word, but that she would have been treated well. And it's, and you see a lot of women and, and men, frankly, who've just had these horrible experiences and they're traumatized right. and scared and like so insecure and been torn down by, you know, ex significant others. It's really heartbreaking to see that. And so many of them have said, I don't deserve love. I don't deserve to be treated well. And it's like awful. to have that, you know, it makes me feel very grateful for my husband. I mean, right. I was in a relationship before him and the guy was sort of like that, you know, a little toxic and, you know, it does weigh on you and sort of create some sort of insecurity. Oh, and gosh. so, you know, you feel lucky when you find someone who can make you feel good. And um, surely, yes. I, I, and it looked like a great date. They were, oh my so, gosh, it was such a they great were so, he was so playful. Have we seen this side of him before? No, not to this degree. Although I'm not surprised. Again, he just seems like a nice, normal guy. And I'm right. appreciating that more than I thought that I would. I agree. He says to her, I have a question for you. Would you like to spend the night? And she says, yes. Of course I would. We don't, haven't seen this too often. No. On a early episode no we haven't and it was really cute they had the whole tent set up and yes. they had the silk pajamas with the animals on them yeah he was running around carrying her so i feel like she's gonna go far i don't know i don't know yeah maybe i mean it was cute they seemed to really get along yeah i and think then she came back the next morning wearing the pajamas. Oh my God, the girls were so freaked out because even at night they're like, she's not back yet. Where is she? And then it's seven in the morning. Like, this isn't right. What's going on? I was surprised she came in and said how tired she was and she got no sleep. 
I'm sort of surprised she said that. Yeah. Although I guess that's what people do. I mean, nobody brags as much as Christina does about right. her one-on-one -on -one date. But, right, right. You know, that would be really hard because you're sort of over the moon and just had this moment and you want to share it with your girlfriends. And like, what's the balance of, you know, being braggy and obnoxious about it versus right. just being honest and being able to like talk about it? Because you well, want to talk all about we it. We know she talked for two hours and this was one sentence out of the two hours. But yeah, it sounded braggy and these are not the girls to be bragging to because you're competing against them. You are. Even though you're, you're also friends with them. them. Right. That's the weird balance. But anyways, I thought it was a great date. But then I was thinking to myself, how in the world is he going to handle a group date on zero sleep? Because this was the big NFL like group date with all of the girls, right. Bachelor Bowl five. But he's like, I'm pumped. I'm feeling good. I'm like, I don't understand how I would be asleep. What are they giving you? Yeah. I mean, maybe he was able to sleep from 7 a.m. till three in the afternoon. We don't know. That's true. Like we have no context of right. time. Like maybe that was three in the afternoon. So yeah, they had two NFL legends. So from the LA Chargers, Antonio Gates and Sean Merriman were there. Mm -hmm. So some of the girls maybe knew who they were. That's I thought it was cool. nice that they showed us little flashbacks of previous <laughs> Bachelor Bowls because I had forgotten how many of those they had. Oh my gosh, those were awesome. And then they had Hannah Storm there. Yes, she's done this before. She, yeah, she has. She's amazing. She was really good. And Asia gets injured on the very first play. And everyone's kind of skeptical that she's really injured. Even Hannah Storm. <laughs> and know. even Anastasia, she's like, I'm fine. What are you talking about? <laughs> that was really but funny. She got to spend some quality time with that. She sure did. By the way, I loved the team name. So the yellow team was the Shawl Crushers because mm -hmm. his name is, you know, Shawl Cross. Yeah, Shawl Cross. So that, I thought that was cute. And then the blue team was the Balzacs. I was like, this is kind of amazing. And the fact that, that they were blue. So well, like someone said they should have been called the blue ball sex. That would have been funny. So funny. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, I, I would you have enjoyed being on that date? No. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, maybe I want to kick some ass. I don't know. I always am um, questioning those. Like, who gets, who draws the short straw where you uh -huh. have to play actual tackle football i mean some of them were aggressive like christina was super aggressive which i appreciated about her yeah. uh, and even charity was like i want to go lay some people out so, i don't think i mean anything that involves me actually being potentially harmed i would not enjoy no and like what are you supposed to do you're stuck so i thought there were a couple of funny things from that one um genevieve she was on the yellow team when she scored in the end zone, her little mm -hmm. end zone dance. Yeah, I was, was like, cute. damn girl, look at you. Like she should have been standing out on last week's group day when they had to remember they had to like dance and do the catwalk. Oh, she would have been. Yeah. Stuff. It was, it was all cute. I mean, obviously it's for our entertainment yeah. more than theirs, but, and every time this happens, I think the same thing to myself, like just say someone's excellent and, gets a hundred yards rushing and three touchdowns is that gonna make them a better wife for you Sam? yeah for sure though for sure <laughs> for sure anyway it's sort of like can you be cool and go with the flow so i think sure. the one i probably related to most was gabby who peed in her pants i probably would have done the same thing i'm just saying <laughs> i'm like getting yeah hit. yeah 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 for <laughs> that sure was really funny slash super embarrassing for her <laughs> and the fact that she just kept announcing it and then everybody else was announcing it right and then when somebody says to her don't worry we won't tell anyone I'm like oh except for the millions of people watching, everybody watching i wonder how many millions of people it was this week <laughs> well Hopefully Probably not less than last week. Hopefully not less than 2.9, which it was last week. Exactly. And so, right, so the blue team wins. So yes. then there's the after party. The women looked so cute. And he was like in jeans and like a 
buttoned down. He looks scummy. I know. Like, but you know what I was interested in? In past years, um, sometimes the losers get invited. And I thought that to me, Zach seems like the kind of guy who would say, I'll just all come. Yeah. But he did it again. I'm made a decision. Kind of glad. Yeah. I, I like when there's rules and they follow the rules. Yeah, I totally agree with you. So Christina talks to Zach first at that after party. With her legs draped <laughs> over his body. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's like just comfortable much? <laughs> I mean, you, I could be dating someone for a year. I might not sit like that. She's so pushy or, I don't know. or I feel whatever like the word is given the date they had i felt like it could have been appropriate enough yeah you know that's what I mean? true. like they really had a good time i mean if susan you don't do that till after a year like maybe that's on you maybe i'm exaggerating but <laughs> how many how you know well they did have a one-on-one that's true they did. it was just kind of very christina to sit like it that was very christina I, I agreed but she said she's still scared and she's trying i was surprised that she brought that up yeah me too um, but on this date, we learned that the girls really feel like Christina is rubbing it in that she's had a one on one. She mentions it. Well, it was so rude. Yeah. She's talking about it, how it was so great. And then like, you know, now it's fun being in a group date, you know, with you guys, but, oh, but, but, yeah. but remember when I was in a one on one, so rude. Oh, charity, uh, is happy that, Z- uh, Zach notices her. Oh, notice that she gave, gave her all in the game. He seems to be a really big fan of hers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he actually says that at one point. I'm a fan of yours. Yeah. I think he really is into her. Um, Kylie needs some validation. So she goes to talk to him and they don't really talk. They just kiss, but Shocking. she's happy about that. And, but says if he, ha- if she hadn't gotten that validation, she would start spiraling. So I know it seems like everyone does that validation, but then Christina asked everybody how they felt. So the Rose was just sitting there as it always does with a group date Rose. And she said she hadn't been on a group date yet. So she doesn't know how it feels like what a bitch. Vomit. And then she says on the one-on-one, you know, the Rose is coming and I purposely didn't think about it, but I didn't expect to feel that strong of a connection. And then Brooklyn, which I was so happy she did this, our new union leader (laughs) says, you've had a one-on-one. I don't want to hear about your one-on-one, my one-on-one, my one-on-one, my one-on-one. She's like, I might lose my mind. It's not that I don't care and I'm not happy for you, but we've heard about your one-on-one. Honestly, I feel like it's almost malicious. I was like, well, that's an you. interesting word, malicious. Because remember I said earlier, I felt like Christina was sort of villain light. She wasn't really hurting anyone. She was just being kind of annoying. I mean, she wasn't, she she didn't escalate to like the Shanae annoyingness or. I feel like she started to go down that road here. Yeah. with some of these comments and it's like she's talking about herself and how special she is and you know why she should be the one to get it and you know bragging about oh well you know i haven't been through this before because i was on a one-on-one i don't well, know how this would feel she is just to play devil's advocate she is getting them riled up which i if that, that might be her purpose and she's getting them upset and they're feeling like, well, I didn't get a one-on-one i, I don't know if he likes me i need validation i mean and then a couple girls are self-eliminating that might be what she's wanting so that she is malicious to win. Right. so oh, that yes. is the point like yes. she is if the, if this is true. a strategy true or if she's just in her own head and completely clueless which is also possible <laughs> but this this is a strategy it is malicious to try and make people uncomfortable and insecure and it seems to be working it seems true. to be working so bailey's a great example of that so bailey is feeling uh insecure she needs validation because I think they're all sitting around talking about that. So she goes and tries to get validation from him. Shockingly, if you ask me, he says, well, she first says to him, she feels like they're uh, regressing a bit. And he agrees and says, the spark is gone. 
Were you shocked to hear that? I was shocked to hear him say that. Like I would say normally, yes. In this case, not really, because I feel like he's been super honest with people mm -hmm. in a good way. I mean, it's hurtful, mm -hmm. but it's real. And so I think he was kind of like, oh, you're feeling like we've regressed. Yeah, I agree that we've regressed. You know, I, well, feel, I feel it too. Well, it just was weird, I thought. And he says, I've been trying, I've been trying really hard, you know, and it's just not like, really? How, how you've barely spoken to her. This is the third episode. How many days have gone by? How many conversations have you? I mean, just to play devil's advocate, how hard has he really tried? But to be fair, there are so many women that he has really strong connections with. And he maybe has spent similar or less time with, or maybe a little bit more. They just spend their time differently. And I think for right. him, he doesn't want the drama. And if you're with somebody and you're not getting that the, the energy that makes you feel something, mm -hmm. right? Whatever mm -hmm. that is, mm -hmm. and you feel like the spark is gone, you gotta be honest with yourself at that point. Like, is suddenly she gonna be the front runner when he's got really like and I, I guess, don't know I guess if it's not. deep connections, right? But like real stuff starting to materialize with other people. Is it worth him spending all this time? And if she's noticing it, it's an out. Exactly. Right. Although I thought she was so darling. Oh, I, I loved her. So sad on about the, that. I guess on the daily, he will not be thinking of Bailey anymore. <laughs> but so, they were interrupted at the worst possible time. So they didn't even get to finish this conversation. So Ariel, <laughs> excuse me, comes in and like interrupts. I know. Ridiculous. He was talking to a producer when Bailey went back to talk to him again. Yes. Right. So Bailey goes back. She's like, this is insane. He says he doesn't want to lead her on and she goes home. That was the end of it. Yeah. He said in my heart and in my gut are not, I'm not confident that there's a future between us. She was definitely shocked for sure. I thought she was uh, for sure staying around for a few more episodes at yeah. least. So. She's cute. What do I know? I know. Apparently nothing. This is very unpredictable. <laughs> Apparently but then Christina chimes in, although it's sad, it was inevitable, which is, I guess, what we're saying. But don't say that in front of all the other women. <laughs> right. So rude. So it's just like a lot of these little tiny digs. Um, but he did come back and say to the girls, you know, Bailey went home. She was looking for validation and you can't just leave people on. Oh, you know what was funny? Actually, also when as before Zach came in, Anastasia says we lost one of our best friends. He, she says that to Christina, like you know, yeah, because like, Christina's like she's just a roommate. You know? I know and she feels nothing. How could she be really? She's your best friend. How do you think your how does your real best friend feel about Maybe you? Maybe she doesn't have a real best friend. Maybe <laughs> this is like the most bonding she's ever done with women. Anyway, I don't know. Christina does not know how to read the room. As she I said. does not know how to so read the room. Charity gets the good uh, group date rose. And but the best part about that yeah. whole thing is he was saying, as hard as it was, this rose means I want to spend more time with you and I feel it in my heart. And, you know, there's something here and I want to explore it more. And through that whole thing, which we talked about before, Christina is like, you could see her smiling and <laughs> sort of like making these flirty looks and like playing with her hair and like she was so convinced it was her. So that was hilarious. Just it watching was. her go through it. it. I was so happy for charity, but then Christina ruined the moment. <laughs> Again, she was confused and maybe she missed something. So should we move on um, to the one-on-one -on -one date with Ellie? Yes. What did you think of this? Well, I had a lot of thoughts about it. I like the dress idea, although that's such a throwback. They haven't done that in a long time. I think seasons back past with the wedding. I mean, it was like pants dress. I but thought it was actually cute. <laughs> so I did it in the beginning. I was like, this is so dumb. What are they doing? Yeah. 
But then when I realized they were going skydiving, I'm like, that's cute. It's like a bride and groom in the air that makes for cute pictures. Oh, yeah. That I was- wondered why she had to be so dressed up. But I thought the date was name was cute. Let's fall in love. Yeah, that's okay. cute. And they had the whole altar and getting out of a limo. Right. And then they saw the little plane. I yeah. this is I could never be on a show. No. I would say no jumping out of planes, no bungee jumping, and they would immediately throw me they into a hundred percent would do that. He was like, Are you, are you, will you jump out of this? And she was like, Yes. And I loved, I don't know if you noticed that sign. It said, caution, propellers rip off heads. I did. To be like, okay, I'm out. Uh, I also decided that I'd probably like this date less than a horseback riding date, if you can believe that. I, I Actually, I can. <laughs> I Definitely, this would be the bottom of my list. Yeah. So they cute. jump out, yep. and they're all excited and happy. And then they go to a hot tub in the middle of some... Vineyard, I guess. I'm like, can we? What is this with the random hot tubs? Like, do you think they put that hot tub there? They had to, right? Um, It looks like the same hot tub that was in the field in some other episode, right? Like a wood hot tub, not the tin hot tub that we saw in the past. The hot tub um, that they carry around with them. Anyway, then they uh, go out to eat or whatever. They went to that beautiful building. Oh, it was amazing with the old timey elevator. Which I have heard they've used that before numerous times, actually. I thought it was funny that Allie was so shocked about the elevator. I'm obviously old and have been in elevators like that. She's like, wow. I don't think she'd ever seen an elevator. Probably like that. not. Like you think about yeah. that generation, when no. would they have been exposed to it? No. You know, like, yeah, I've been in some buildings in Chicago like that and they're cool. To yeah. be fair, like I've seen them many times throughout my life, but I still think they're really they're awesome. very cool. So she thought that was cool. I thought Ellie, she's so beautiful. And I like that she was really wearing minimal or no makeup. Yeah. She's really pretty. I liked her a lot. Like she impressed me with this date. And then she started talking about how she's very type A. It was nice today not to be in control of everything. It was just interesting to get to know mm-hmm. these layers. Cause you know, we don't know anything about her other than what she looks like in the two right. second conversation. And so, you know, she also has had tough Mm -hmm. relationships where she didn't put herself first and also wants a safe, somebody that's a safe place for her. Exactly. That she can be, she can put herself first and also be invested in him. Well, I guess he gives her the rose after that conversation. Yeah. Right. Big surprise. He said she blew him away. It's crazy how one day can change things, which I could see. Like, I was pretty impressed with how well they connected that day. I agree. And so, yeah, Griffin Palmer. So this was the night of Palmer's Jesse Palmer and Griffin Palmer. That was the performer. A country artist I'm not familiar with. Me, the, The funny thing about him, and I've noticed this a bunch of times, and I don't know if you're paying attention. When he's kissing somebody when they're standing up, he leans so far forward. I'm like, I swear these girls have to do like a huge back bend to like <laughs> receive him. I don't understand why he does that, but he does. And I don't know if it's because he's really tall, but pay attention okay. and you'll see it. It's so bizarre. He is really tall. <laughs> he's really tall, but I just find that when he's doing that, he like oh my pushes gosh. into them so much. <laughs> I would fall, fall over. over. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, we go back to seeing the girls sitting around. Jesse comes in, announces they're going to cancel the cocktail party. Everyone looks very glum. And then he tricks them and says, instead, we're going to have a pool party. I mean, wow. How surprising <laughs> that they did that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Greer was like, the weather's almost as hot as me right now. I know. <laughs> Things that come out of their mouths. I it's cannot amazing. figure her out. Yeah. So, like, Gabby was putting sunscreen on him. 
And I thought, um, I guess he and Ariel were, were they in the pool or the hot tub? It's one of those. Yeah. Kind of a bizarre, flirty conversation. Very. I like her, but she is quirky. She's different than everyone else. She is, which I think he likes. Like, I think he's kind of into mm -hmm. her. I wouldn't be surprised if she stuck around for a while. She makes that comment about having a conversation with him, and but he's not looking at my eyes or something. Right, exactly. Like, okay. Then he... Is having a conversation with Jess, who I also did not recognize. She looks so different she looks than the totally first night. Different. I agree because she looked twelve the first night. Now she looks, she looks better. But she said her shaking has stopped, and she's excited when he comes around, and she's getting more comfortable, and yeah. is excited to see where it could go. I don't know. I'm like they're fine. Yeah, but fine. I don't know if I fine. see it at this point. Oh, and then this is sort of irrelevant, but he's playing ping pong with Christina. They actually show that for. Kind of a, a while, while when they were kissing. They do have a great connection. Like if you take everybody else out of it. I agree. They do. But then. Oh, dum, dum, dum. Dun, dun, dun. Brianna. Right? Yeah. So what did you think of this scene? I think Brianna felt that she. What did I think of the scene or what do I think behind the scenes? Both. I think that Brianna did not feel a connection with Zach at all. She could see the writing on the wall. They weren't going anywhere and she wanted to go out with a big bang i guess she yeah. wanted to make a name for herself yeah so she um, felt bad about she was talking to him said she felt bad about their last conversation you know the fact that he said it doesn't seem real or natural and then right. she was planning to leave just and they and he said we can't force it so i'm happy they came to that conclusion like it's not easy to do that but when, you when that, knew. Yes. Go ahead. I was just going to say, what I liked about that conversation at the beginning is she said she was having a rough day because he had said he felt that she had walls around her. And then she said something interesting that you don't usually hear on the show. He said, she said to Zach, what made you think that? Like, why do you think that about me? Mm -hmm. So it was really kind of delving into that a little bit. I don't really know if we got an answer to that. But when I first heard that conversation start, I thought, well, this is good. They're going to. They're going to investigate why yeah. they're really, anyway, it didn't matter. She it left. didn't matter. But on the other hand, I'm curious if she's watched it back and she can see it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Cause she is, she was very unnatural. I mean, I really liked her, but I liked I her. didn't like the drama and I just felt like she was very womp womp. And yes. so hopefully she sees that, but she did get that moment before she left. She's like, I am planning to leave, but the girls are struggling to be authentic because of one person. That person is Christina. And she said she made Charity cry after you gave her the rose and made me cry several times. So I wanted to let you know how I was feeling and I needed to let you know before I leave. We knew, like even last week, remember, like yes. she was dying to tell him. And he's yes. like, well, if it's resolved, I'm good. So she needed wait. to get that off. could not chest. wait to throw Christina under the bus. I know. And she said she has to be in a safe environment. Like, right. seriously? Okay. That's, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, I'm sure there was so much more we didn't see. This really worried Zach. He didn't like that. Yeah, yeah, he was shocked. And I'm not surprised, you know? He's like, if they're not safe with me, then something's wrong and I need to figure this out. And right. so he did come to address it with the ladies and he pulled Christina aside. And I was happy he did. I, but even then, I just assumed he wanted to talk to them about it. I was not prepared for what happens. But she talks to him, and gosh, Christina, she looks so unhappy. Like, at, like I didn't even believe her sadness. I'm no, like, all right, you don't need to be this upset. So let me ask you this, because she was like, I don't get it. I don't understand. This makes no sense to me. Do you think there's a lack of self-awareness, or do you think she actually didn't? Like, like, she knew it, but didn't want to admit it. 
his self-awareness about how she was acting around the women. Yeah. And like how offensive she was with a lot of her comments. They were calling her out, but I think the way that she viewed it was just like, yeah, I was being this way. And like, we resolved it. I get it. I took the feedback. You know, I, I don't know if she, I, I do believe what we talked about at the top of the podcast that perhaps she was pretty drunk the whole time. Maybe she wasn't aware of how obnoxious she sounded. I mean, she wanted to say, let's just say, playing devil's advocate for a second. She wanted to talk about something that had happened on their date. And instead of saying, oh, well, when Zach and I were at dinner, she said, when I was on my one-on-one, she was just trying, she was trying to describe when that conversation was. I mean, was she really Maybe. mean and malicious? Maybe. And obviously Brooklyn didn't like it. The other women didn't like it. I really didn't think any of this rose to the level of Zach kicking her off. I was not prepared for that interesting because and for one reason only the minute this became an issue in my head and when i was just watching it i thought this from the get-go zach is unsure about her he likes her he really likes her this wasn't out because of the kid this wasn't out because of the kid he yeah. obviously was not sure about being a stepdad and this was a way to say okay, this is going to help me make my decision. That was the very first thing I thought. I still was shocked she got kicked off. Me though. too. He did talk to Brooklyn and he talked to Charity and they gave him context, confirmed everything that Brianna yeah. had said. And so, yeah, the question is, is it the out? Or was he like, I don't want any drama. Like that was very Michelle Young. Like I don't want any drama. I was really surprised though that he waited until the rose ceremony to do it. I thought for sure if he was going to do it, he would like do her the favor of just saying this isn't happening, but instead put, and maybe he didn't know, like maybe he hadn't make it, made his decision and it was like mm. in the moment kind of thing, but he did leave the pool party and was like, I can't do this anymore. And, you know, Christina's like, I hope he can trust me. And even so, like at the rose ceremony, he was still struggling. So perhaps that's maybe. why he waited. The fact that only one person got sent home at the rose ceremony. It was only her. Well, two other people left. Two other, right. So there was there weren't the three people to kick off that normally probably would have happened. Correct. So two had already left. There was just one more spot that needed to go. And the fact that it was her, I was so shocked. Yeah. Even though I could see he was looking for an out. But again, exactly what you said. Why didn't he take her aside? He clearly had a good rapport with her. They had a good connection. He did. I think it would have been more respectful to her to just let her go outside versus like humiliating her. Although that could have been a producer driven thing. I was thing. just going to say, I think the producers were like, oh, we need some drama. We yeah. need this to look. Anyway, I was really surprised because I definitely thought they had something. Me too. And their goodbye was so like shallow. Like, thank I know you so much. I wish you the best. I wrote down. She said a bunch of niceties. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like that was a really, after all it was that. was bizarre. Yeah. Although he said one really funny thing before he did not give her the rose, which I thought was funny. He goes, oh, she met my dogs. Oh yeah. Well, he was saying, you know, she was with my whole family. She met my mom. She met my sisters, like in my dogs. I felt like the mom and the sister was a bigger deal. Than, yeah. But yeah, dogs, I thought yeah. that was hilarious. So I agree. She, she was sad. She thought he could be a stepdad. Anyway, here's my big question about Christina. When are we going to see her next? really think she's i mean maybe not i guess potentially she could go back on the show but i don't think so not this she's season, going home to her daughter she'll be part of the franchise we'll see her somewhere so i don't know if you heard this but you know the little jesse isms where he says oh do you know a senior who's yeah. still looking for love or whatever so he had one 
somewhere around this, there was a commercial break, and he said, are you a single dad looking for a partner? Sign up to join our next season of The Bachelorette. I think she's going to be The Bachelorette. Oh, interesting. I don't have any confirmation, but... Well, we did talk last week about the first one-on-one date often goes off to be the next Bachelorette. Good point. The only challenge is she's leaving so early in the season that will she be embraced. Like if you would have asked me last week, I'd been like, I would love for her to be the bachelorette. Now I'm like, Oh, maybe she's better right. paradise material. Cause she kind of did get this villain edit. She did. I don't know. I, don't I know. she was very lovable and she did leave so early. Although I do feel like I know her better now than I knew Zach yeah. when he was selected or Clayton who we didn't know at all. Right. So yeah, she kind of did get a villain. Edit. Yeah, I but guess we'll say definitely not the last we see of her. That's for sure. I am sure. Yeah. So, so then the previews, they were in the Bahamas and then yes, they go to the Bahamas where awesome. he says he's going to get a fresh start. It's all excited. Uh, lots of kissing. <laughs> Shocking. So, so different than any other episode. Uh, someone is accused of not being there, uh, being on the show for social media I and personal that. gain. I feel like that could be any of them. Well, they showed a bunch of Kylie at that time, so I don't I know. I know, but that's Who editing. Knows? I Who feel knows? like. Yeah. But then they show Kylie saying she doesn't have a good feeling about this, but no idea if this is what she's talking about. We don't know. And then Zach asked someone if they're really here for me. Right. <laughs> he said, are they even here for me? So much to come next week hopefully um it'll be interesting so one drama. last final thing at the very end of the show after i love this i thought this they're really doing a good job on some of these things i don't know if they've hired a new person or whatever i know i'm but so they one. have um a few of the ladies are sitting around and they're talking about the ick factor yeah and when do you know and i thought this is genius because I don't know about you, but have you ever been dating someone? Oh, things are going fine. And then all of a sudden, I don't like them. There's nothing they can do. Yeah, no, exactly. They're just... And they're like, Ick, I can't. I, yes. And I have very specific <laughs> examples of when I have felt this way. Like all of the somebody, things are going great. And all of a sudden, they're like, I'm done. I'm done. done. I can't even look at you. No. I don't even. Don't call me. Yeah, done. don't call me. Don't touch me. Don't but be what, But no. one thing Brooklyn and Kylie were talking about was it always happens in the first few hours or like the first date. I'm like. No, no, it doesn't. No, it, no, it does not. Oh my gosh. Yes, I definitely have had so that. So I related to that. One of my too. old boyfriends listening to this, it's probably not you, but I have had it in my, in my <laughs> life. Someone will suddenly just, I just. Do no. you want to give a name? I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just too, uh, it just happens. They're icky and. And you're done. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Same. That's really funny. I was, I, I've never heard it called that. So I really appreciated that little segment at the end. Anyway. All right. Well, we are done for today, but thanks everybody for listening. Um, as always, we appreciate it. And we will be here to recap next week's episode and talk all about the Bahamas. Too bad we can't go down there and record from there. I think as, you know, dedicated podcasters, it's our duty to investigate the area and report on the, That's yeah, no, good. we're not going. It's not happening, but it would be great. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much. We will see you next week. Bye-bye.